Frantic time. Frantic time. Frantic time. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the best of frantic time. I'm Peter Wildman. And I'm Paul Chatham. Playing you some sketches from our radio series we did back in the 80s. Called Frantic Times. And now it's the, the best, best of, of frantic, frantic times. times. Well, so, like we rehearsed that. Yeah, We're uh, going to play you a, a bit here called uh, Bill from Bala. Right. This actually has turned out to be one of the most famous, uh, favorite stage bits that we that we do and i like it because it goes it goes uh, uh it goes well it goes over six minutes but feels a long time from that's long for a frantic sketch by the way it is because usually six our minutes. sketches yes are very Jesus. short but Shut when, up we do this, when we do this live you and i could go back have dinner sandwich dinner a nap that's right everything great <laughs> so here paul and i are going to have a nap now and uh, you can listen to bill from ballot Pardon me, son. Do you know where I buy a ticket for the Greyhound bus in here? I've been... Right here. Right here. Oh, the ticket booth. I marched by this sign ten times. Isn't that the damnedest? That's the damnedest, isn't it? Yes. When do they go on sale? In uh, 15 minutes. 15 minutes. Well, that's a quarter of an hour. Well, that's not long, is it? No, that's not long at all, is it? No? No? What time is it now? Do you know? I don't even have my... Uh, left my watch. Quarter two. It's a quarter two? Is it? It's a quarter two. Already. Isn't that the damnedest? A quarter to what? It's a quarter to eight. Quarter to eight. Yeah. Is it? Yes. Already. Well, that is the damnedest. Now, wait a minute. That means this opens at 8. Yes. So you're the whole line, are you? Yes, I am. More like a spot, really. You know, than a line. I mean, just you. It's just like a spot, you know, rather than a line. Well, I'm here. I'm here. We got a line now, mathematically speaking. You don't mind if I stand here beside you to talk to you. No, that's You know, fine. rather than get all official and line up back here right now. Nothing to see back here. <laughs> Nothing to see except where the barber shaves your neck. <laughs> and that's not much to look at. Mind you, it's worse when someone has pimples. <laughs> During the war, there was a fellow in our regiment. He had pimples. So bad he got shot and no one noticed. <laughs> so are you buying the ticket or are you just hanging around for laughs? Yes, I'm buying a ticket. Well, here's the spot they open at 8. That's what I heard, anyway. So, where are you headed? Where are you off to? Where are you bound? You got a destination in mind, have you? You're headed off somewhere. So, where are you headed? Where are you off to? Somewhere in particular? You're off? Where are you headed to? Vancouver. 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 Beautiful, beautiful Vancouver. Yes. I've never been there. But you see it on TV, on the beachcombers with Bruno Juicy and all that. And it's beautiful. You know, one thing about Vancouver I always remember, it's on the West Coast. No, it is. No, it is. It's on the West Coast. Well, it's near Victoria. It's about, it's about three hours to Victoria. I know. Yeah. Well, it's less if you go faster. 
Are you going to go faster? I don't know. Well, I give yourself three hours. I mean, if you're belting along, you could probably do it in under three, but I wouldn't count on it. That reminds me of a trick. A little trick. Watch this. I make a V with two of my fingers. V for Victoria. The other two, V for Vancouver. You put the two V's together, and it makes a W for the West Coast. (laughs) Isn't that the damnedest? You can remember that trick. You won't end up in New Brunswick looking for Vancouver. Look, do you mind? You know, they don't teach kids tricks like that anymore. (laughs) Today, they give him a calculator. Our youngest is still in school. They give him a calculator. Damn thing smarter than he is. What's the point? No, in the 30s, we used our fingers. We did everything with our fingers. You name it, we did it with our fingers. Today, they give them a plastic thing with batteries in it, you know. (laughs) They should teach kids today tricks. Little tricks. Tricks like, like basm. They should teach kids today basm. What's Basm? Thought you might ask. British Columbia, Alberta, Saskatchewan, Manitoba. Basm. B for British Columbia, A for yes, Alberta. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. You can remember Basm. You can keep the provinces in the right order. You Good. get two provinces mixed up, a lot of people are going to have to move. But they don't think of that when they go metric. I guess not. Uh, I'm not going to Vancouver. Good. (laughs) Yeah, I'm headed home to Bala. I'm from Bala originally. Good. And still. Well, except for during the war. You know, I was away during the war. During the war, there was a fellow in our regiment. He had pimples so bad. Yes, I know, yes. Well, you met him, did you? Have you ever been to Bala? No. You've never been to Bala? No. It's just up 169 from Gravenhurst. No. Yes, it is. Oh, yes, it is. Okay, you're headed up 169 for Gravenhurst. You pass Campbell's Landing and the Newark Marina. And you go right through Torrance. Don't even stop. And there you are, right in Bala. Does that ring I a have bu- never been there, okay? Oh, you must have been there. No. Every- oh, hang on, a little trick. I have never been to Bala. I know, maybe you were on the highway. No. Did you ever see the key to Bala? Only place for entertainment in town. Our daughter... Our daughter, our oldest, well, she used to go there quite regularly. She saw the Kingston Trio there in 1966. No. No, it was 67. You're right. (laughs) And then right next to that, there's the Bob Inn restaurant, red and white, like a barber's pole, only they serve food. (laughs) And then there's the Musquash Inn restaurant. Ed Wacker hangs out there. Do you know Ed? You ever seen Ed? Look, I am not interested in a stupid little town full of stupid little people and their stupid little lives. Oh, you've been there. All right. I thought All you... right. If that's the way you want it, okay, I've been to Bala then, I, okay? I thought... Thank you. Thank you for harping on it. Yes, now I remember. Hell, I was born and raised in Bala. I own Bala. Oh. But Bala brings back a lot of bad memories for me. I don't want to talk about Bala anymore. Well, um, um... Well, well, me either. I mean, it's not like it's Port Carling. Where? Okay, you pass seven, uh, oh, Santa's no. Village. Now oh, you get no. down the highway and you go that way. Look, 
Look into my eyes. Look deep into my eyes. You are getting sleepy. Sleepy. And you're out. You are now completely under my control. And you must do exactly as I command. And I now command you to, uh, to, I don't know, to, uh, jam out of ideas. What do you want to do? You want to listen to the best of frantic times? One of the most endangered species in Canada is the downtown parking lot. Man's need for office space is constantly encroaching on these defenseless paved areas. Once spotted by a developer, the parking lot's main predator, it is only a matter of time before the lot's asphalt coat is torn open to reveal its soft underbelly. Many parking lots are forced to seek refuge underground. You should not approach an underground parking lot at night as they are host to a variety of dangerous parasites. Distinctive markings of the parking lot include yellow stripes, potholes, and tufts of shrubbery around the edges. The parking lot feeds mainly during the day and survives on a flat rate at night. For more information on the parking lot, write OK Parking, Box 58493, Vancouver, British Columbia. It's a woman coming on. Is that Harriet? She's kissing him goodbye. Looks like our car. Is that Harriet? I can't... That's Harriet. <laughs> well, her lover boy in his mansion ain't gonna know what hit him. Who is it? It's the man whose wife you've been concombining with's husband. <laughs> Who? Harriet's husband. Oh. Yeah, that's right. Oh. Now come out here and crawl like a man. Hi. Let's try to be mature about Not this. Not a chance. You, you, you're Daryl Williams of the Calgary Flames. Shh. The wife's been hitting it off with Daryl Williams. <laughs> wow, you're the fastest left winger i ever seen. Look, I'm, I'm sorry. That's a good one. He's sorry. Three goals against Vancouver and he says he's sorry. <laughs> she, she told me she was single. How many times you scored this year, huh? Just once, I swear. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, come on, Bull Roar! You had Dave Stanikowski and Reggie Vadim backing you up all the way. So you know about them too? <laughs> For sure! I read Hockey News, Puck Weekly, Crease Digest. You're in all the papers, you're on TV. But we, we can't talk out here. Come on in, come on oh, in. Oh, thank you. You, you, um, you want a drink? Yeah, you got any 7-Up? No, that's what's-his-name. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> okay. You've been messing with my wife, Harriet, and I demand satisfaction. I'm sure we can work this out man-to-man, okay? Oh, wow. Me and Daryl Williams one-on-one man-to-man. Wait till I tell the guys. Please. 
Please don't tell anyone. It could ruin my career. I'll give you anything. Anything? Anything. You said anything. Anything. How about tickets? <laughs> tickets? Yeah, you know, maybe, maybe a pair for the Montreal game on Saturday. You want hockey tickets? No, look, I know they're hard to come by, but, you know, two greens or a couple of grays or... Uh... How about some golds? Golds? How about season's golds? Season's golds? <laughs> hey, you sure we're talking about the right wife? <laughs> There you go. Now you just give this application to Matty in the front office and tell her I sent you. Jeez, thanks. Well, hey, I hope we go all the way this year, huh? Pardon me? <laughs> oh, the, the, yeah. The game. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, well, well, bye. Thanks a lot for yeah, thanks uh, a lot. Yeah. dropping by and, you know, it was civilized. And, yeah, yeah, sure. See you later. Gee, hell of a nice guy. Swell guy. Big guy, too. Jeez. Season's tickets? Mm-hmm. Hey, wonder if Harry goes for anybody on the Calgary Stampeders. <laughs> Picasso's last words were drink to me, drink to my health, you know I can't drink anymore these words have been immortalized in song and verse but nothing was written when Dudley Whipple passed on after uttering I installed this concrete roof myself (laughs) Frantic Times presents not so famous last words in honor of people like Talbot Hotham whose last words were You could chop those logs a lot easier if I held them for you. (laughs) Banners will never carry the last words of Elmo Ivan, who said, Can I lick the icing off at night? (laughs) And no one will remember that it was Henrietta Hoopla who spoke thus. Old Betsy's not like other horses. You can stand right behind her. (laughs) Join us next week on Not So Famous Last Words when you'll hear Digby Scallop say, Hi there. I came to Calgary to get a job, Mayor Klein. (laughs) Hi, this is Rick. We live in a world with so much to offer, so many choices, and yet you're listening to the best of the frantics. I, I don't, you know, it's, that's just, what's wrong? Are you okay? All right, class, turn to page 64 of your geography texts. Billy? Ah, uh, yes, Miss Reinhold? What have you got there? Nothing, Miss Reinhold. Show it to me, young man. It's just a syringe. And a spoon and some white powder. That's heroin, Billy, isn't it? Isn't it, Billy? Yes, Miss Reinhold. Heroin in class. I see. I hope you brought enough for everyone. Sure, here you go, guys. All right, well, this is called Affair of the Lawn. Oh, my. And um, (laughs) we put this in to make us humble. So that we don't get too cocky, we don't get too arrogant, and we go, yeah. oh, look, that one was... Corny. Corny. That's and right. uh, so um, if you need to make a sandwich or you want to go have a pee, just leave this running and go. But uh, we, we listen to this, we laugh, but for all the wrong reasons. This is Affair of the Lawn. Ah, uh, look! Oh, ow, oh, 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 oh. 
Gladys, my love, you're up. Why are you creeping, Arthur? Uh, it's late. I didn't want to wake you. Where have you been? Uh, I had to stay late at the office and uh, fool around with the blonde stenographer. Do you expect me to believe that? Of course, darling. I just drove up now. I didn't hear a car. I coasted in. I heard a lawnmower. <laughs> a lawnmower at two in the morning? A seven-horsepower Toro Grass Master. Really? Just like ours, I um, must have lent it to the Andersons. The Andersons are in Acapulco. It's very loud. It sounded like it was cutting our backyard. You're mad, mad, I say. Admit it, Arthur. You're having an affair with our lawn. <laughs> no, Gladys. It's another woman, I swear to you. What's that? What's what? That mark. What mark? That mark at the back of your collar. Oh, that mark. It's a lipstick stain from the stenographer. Green lipstick? She's Irish. <laughs> it looks like a grass stain to me. No, it's lipstick, I swear. Oh, Arthur. How pitiful. How can you stand there and lie to me with that weeding tool still warm in your pocket? <laughs> the garden gloves in your wallet. You come in here every night stinking of peat moss and fertilizer. <laughs> Admit it, Arthur, you're a long freak. You're a sodophile. <laughs> Gladys, you're wrong. I know all about those rendezvous with the 18th putting green at the country club. Oh, Gladys, you've discovered my shame. I'm a sick man. My mother was a domineering gardener. Dad was a botanist sick out of his mind on weed killer and scot turf builder. Dad off beat the manure out of me with a hoe. Don't laugh, darling. <laughs> Go ahead. Turf me out. Lord knows I deserve it. I'm not laughing, Arthur. I love you. I only wish you'd have told me sooner. You mean you're not going to divorce me? Heavens no. I'm firing the gardener. The grounds haven't looked this good in years. Now, Arthur, come off to bed. <laughs> It's a funny world with Alan Smith. Yes, it's a funny world with Alan Smith. Brought to you by Manfred's, makers of Manfred's new fruit cockatiel. A delicious blend of peaches, pears, grapes, beaks, and feathers in a thick syrup. At Manfred's, a bird in the can is worth two in your bowl. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Alan Smith and his funny world. You know, I still think the best years of my marriage were before my wife left me. I remember she used to want me to sleep in the same bed with her. Now, I've always been a lone sleeper, even in the army. Well, after my son Philip Jr. was born, I decided to give sleeping with her a try. We both laughed and laughed and laughed. 
I bet she's still laughing today, wherever she is. It's a funny world, isn't it? has been brought to you by Manfred's Fruit Cockatiel. At Manfred's, if we didn't do this, we'd be selling records. My son never sleeps alone. He's in the Navy. <laughs> this is the best of Frantic Times with the Frantics. First, they shared the love. Then, they shared the horror. Susie! Let's go to my parents' cottage. Oh, Jimmy, why don't you just take off your clothes and lie with me by the fire on this fur rug? They didn't know where it came from. I think I'm allergic to this rug. <laughs> it was waiting in his nose. The Boogan! The Boogan. Look what you've created. The Boogan's at a theater near you, under your seat. The Boogan's, get out your handkerchiefs. So radio is a is is not a visual thing. Right. And, it took, took uh, us a bit of time to realize that when we first got this radio job. Correct, but. We we loved the live audience, and so we would we would always put on nice attire, and we always hired a guy, Chris Walrath, to operate lights. That's right, and, so the, that, and, and the CBC had no idea why are you pulling lights at the end of sketches. Never had a lighting guy on a radio show That's before, right. and are, Mark Breslin at Yuck Yucks thought we were nuts. Right, and why and do you need lights on a radio show? We are the most uh, innovative sketch comedy group on radio but to we ex- had a lighting guy to explain you do the sketch and then when the punchline comes somebody yanks the lights it's called a blackout everybody laughs the lights come back up and you do another sketch national geographic looks at how a myriad of species adapt to a harsh and changing environment in africa The Atosha Pan in Namibia is a shallow lake 50 miles across in the spring, but by autumn, it has become a vast, dry plain. A herd of zebras at the Atosha Pan. Here they drink peacefully at the water's edge, unaware of approaching danger. Suddenly, the shoe store where they work goes bankrupt, and the herd panics. Another example of adaptation on the Atosha Pan is the lion. Though these lions are considered the king of the beasts, their size and powerful jaws are of no help when company perks are cut off. So in the dry season, this lioness and her cubs, lean with hunger, take on jobs as computer programmers. This giraffe has been provided with a unique ability to overcome drought. During the dry season, it sells lemonade. And the money they earn goes to buy much-needed power tools. The only animal on the Atosha Pan, unaffected by the changing conditions, is the mighty elephant. Even in the driest months of autumn, these resourceful goliaths 
play the professional golf circuit. The Atosha Pan, a cruel, exacting environment, but home to many hardy creatures who are born there, adapt there, and ultimately retire. I'm home, honey. Oh, dinner's almost ready, Frank. Call the kids. Right, right. Sally, Andrew, dinner. Oh, the Pollocks called. They have two tickets to that Gilbert and Sullivan on at the theater center, and, and you know it. Hi, Alice. Frank. Mmm, meatloaf smells good. Frank, you're, you're wearing a hat. Oh, yeah, yeah, I bought it at lunch. Why, Frank, Why? I, I just wanted a change of pace. Oh, I see. You're unhappy with your life. Not at all. Then why do you throw away everything? Why? Why throw out eight years of marriage? I'm not doing any such thing, Alice. Then why the hat, Frank? It's just a fedora, dear. Oh, sure, sure. And then it's dancing girls and booze and drugs. Hi, neighbor. Oh, hi, Jonesy. Hey, I saw you drive up. You bought a hat. Yeah, yeah. Great. Here's the booze and drugs. The dancing girls are on their way over. I knew it. Hey, wait, no, I wait a second. It. You keep the house. I'll just take the car and the kids. No, no, Alice, don't talk silly. Oh, boy. Hobo, hobo, hobo. Feather in the band. That's a beaut. A real beaut. I always knew you'd explode one day, Frank. Life in the fast lane now. Eh, oh, eh. Frank. Lay off, lady. Frank's got a hat now. <laughs> I'll try and be out of the house when the gangsters and jazz bands show up. <laughs> Goodbye, Frank. Oh, no, Alice, Alice, what's she talking about, Jonesy? Ah, the mafia. Well, they'll be here like a shot when they get the word. You're a guy with a hat. It's only a hat. Hey, want some coke? No, <laughs> Alice, Alice. Your best ladies and gentlemen. We've got the holy side operation riding on number seven. Red 24. Excuse me, get out of my. Excuse me, pardon me. Hey, shut up, or I'm gonna. Oh, you're Frank with the hat. He's got got a hat. Well, we came over as soon as we heard. Did did you see my wife? Oh, she went through there, I think. Alice must be upstairs in the bedroom. That's it, Charmaine. Smile at the camera, remove the gloves. What are you people doing in my bedroom? We're making movies. Come on. You got a hat. You know the score. <laughs> Look, I'm looking for my wife. Oh, is that her on top? I should say not! <laughs> on the bottom, then. Oh, I don't understand. It's just a hat. Alice! Alice! Yeah, coming. Just a minute. Alice. Police, you're under arrest for illicit gambling, prostitution, drug possession. Oh, you've got a hat. You lucky devil, have a nice day. Let's go, Sarge. But no, wait a minute, I don't understand. I don't under... Where's my Alice? I'm right here, Frank. Oh, Alice, where were you? I ran, Frank. When I saw that hat, I ran, but I'm back and I'm ready for anything. Alice, you've changed. (laughs) You've got a purse. I want to live, Frank. Oh, Alice, let's taste everything the world has to offer. Oh, Frank, I'm ready. Oh, Alice, nothing can stop us. And when we've done it all, when we've burned out, 
We'll buy new shoes. Yes, yes, yes. End of the show. What's the song? Um, how to write a song, and this is a very proud moment for me, Peter. I know. Tell, you, tell us why. Because well, you me. let me play my saxophone. Because you knew it. you knew six notes, <laughs> and it turned out to be a real sweet little tune. I felt like Ringo in the Beatles. Every once in a while, he got to do a song. Here it is. How to write a song? Believe me, we are struggling, but it works. <laughs> This is the first verse of this song It sets the beat and it starts out strong The song is fast in 4-4 four, four time A snappy little tune and the words all rhyme The second verse has different words But the tune's the same as the first you heard We'll hit the chorus before you're bored then keep you hanging with a seventh chord And the chorus goes Sexy voice Catchy phrase And a musical hook Sexy voice Catchy phrase And a musical hook Sexy voice Catchy phrase And a musical hook And the background singers all sing Gobbledygook, gobbledygook, gobbledygook Gobbledygook, gobbledygook Well, here's the third verse with a tale to tell It's the same old tune except the voices swell The words are trite the emotions faint. Oh yeah! It resolves into a musical break. The fourth stanza is always the best. It's almost done. It's time to rest. So one last time, our voices blend. Slow it right down. Let's call it the end. And the chorus goes. Sexy voice. Catchy phrase. And a musical hook. Sexy voice. Catchy phrase. And a musical hook. Sexy voice. Catchy phrase. With a musical hook. And the background singers all sing gobbledygook. Gobbledygook, 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 That's nice. You have been listening to the best of Frantic Times featuring Paul Chattel, Rick Green, Dan Redican, and Peter Wildman. That's me! And featuring the female participatory voices of Maggie Butterfield, Mag Ruffman, and Carolyn Scott. Sound effects were created by Kathy Perry and originally produced by Minky Milligan and presently produced by the beautiful Derek Wellsman. And what about Facebook and f- dot com? Uh, yeah, go there. Thefrantics.com. Boot to the head! Boot!